And what I've noticed is because I was somebody when I was in my energy and doing the thing and and doing my, utilizing my gifts. And I was another person with my family or with my friends. And that was a little bit off. Like that was a little bit weird. At this very moment, you're entering the vortex of Mystic Podcast. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Mystic Podcast. I am so excited that you're here and that you've taken the time to hang out with me right now. I have a few things that I want to share with you and... This episode may be a little bit all over the place, but there is some very important things that I believe are going to land in your heart in the most beautiful way. The first thing that I wanted to share with you today is last night, I before going to bed, and I think I've shared this in the episode before or in some episodes before, where I talk about what happens every time I'm going to bed. Every time I'm going to bed, I usually do energy healing on me. And that's usually what puts me to bed. And while I was doing this energy healing, usually I go into a state of trance. Like I'm not completely asleep, but I'm also not awake. I'm just kind of like in between. And I was in this state last night, but something really interesting happened. What happened was, is that I started to replay my life from a very early age the relationship with my sister, the relationship with my mom, everything started to play. But from my mom's perspective, how she handled everything of our story, of how, you know, we grew up and and how things came about for us. And it was so interesting because I've never seen the story from her perspective. And I actually had a conversation with my mom a couple of days ago, which was very profound and very beautiful. And we shared some of the stuff that we both feel that needed to be shared. But this was so interesting. So I went through this whole story, just kind of replaying the whole story of our life together from her perspective. And I felt the need to call her. I haven't, I will call her right after this episode, to call her and share with her what I think about her. In many ways, the way I've seen things, I think we always see things from a perspective of our story, of course, because, you know, it's how we receive things, how we perceive things. But allowing myself to move through the story from her perspective really allowed me to see how much I admire her and how much I think she's been a superwoman and a very strong woman. And she's done everything to her very best, like what to her capability of what she think what she thought at the time was the best thing to do she did it so I felt like you know I better say these things before one day I wake up and she's not longer here and I don't have this opportunity to tell her that I really believe that she's really strong and that she's done her best and that you know life may not have been fair with her in many many ways and many occasions but she's rising to it and she she um she took care of my sister and I and she you know really really did a tremendous job even though a lot of the circumstances were not in her favor 
And she had to just kind of, you know, race up to the occasion. So anyway, that was really interesting because I realized that if we don't say these things, if we don't allow ourselves to look at the people that are around us from their perspective, sometimes we get caught up in just what we see from our own perspective and from our own life. So I just wanted to share with you that a lot of the times I know when it comes to relationships and when it comes especially the people that are close to us, like our primary family, it's really hard to see things as an outsider. It's really hard to see things without getting caught up and entangled in energies. But what I believe it's important for us to do is to remember that as we see things from our perspective, so does everybody else. So even though I don't support and agree with a lot of um the decisions that my mom had taken and and her lifestyle. What I can't say though is that from her perspective, that's what she decided and that's what she claimed is that that's what she thinks is the best. And I admire her for living a life that, you know, that she's done her best for. Anyway, if there is any area of your life, any relationships that you feel that are a little sore or that you just can't see their point of view, I welcome you and invite you to perhaps move through it, move through the story from their perspective, because it will give you a sense of freedom towards what you think that was just about you. And at the end of the day, everything we do is about ourselves. So what everybody else does is not about you. It's really about them and their own process. That's one of the things that I wanted to share with you. And the other thing that I also wanted to share was that, as many of you know, I moved through anxiety attacks and a lot of energy in my body. And um, and I've noticed and I've learned to... I've. I've learned to notice it, to see when I'm pushing the energy, when I'm holding onto a lot of energy that it's not serving me. And then I've also learned to move and navigate through those anxiety attacks. And today I've noticed myself that I, I woke up and I had a client this morning, which I usually don't. I wake up and I go through my meditation and through my yoga and through my journaling. But this morning I had a client, a beautiful client of mine that wanted to have a very early relationship, in that relationship, an early session with me because of her time zone. And she has a lot going on at the time. So I decided that, yeah, that was okay for us to have a session in the morning. But what I've noticed is that that kind of threw me off a little bit. Uh, we had a wonderful session, but right after I, I went right into work, I went right into the things that needed to be done for the day. And I really noticed the the effects and the impact of not having that morning with me, of not having the time with my soul, with my mission, with my own energy before I gave it to the world, before I started onto the human doing things. So, you know, as I moved into the doing, there were a lot of things that just kind of threw me off a little bit. And I started to notice that I started to feel this anxiety and I started to feel this um, trapped in my own body. And one of the things that I decided to do at that point was what if instead of fighting this feeling, trying to stop it, I'm going to allow myself to feel it fully, completely to the very depths of it. So then what I did is that I just allow myself to feel what I was feeling. 
which allowed me to feel a less in fighting mode. And then after I've noticed that, I asked myself, what can I do to shift this? What can I do to understand why this is happening for me? And then I understood that I needed to be held and taken care of. So I decided to drop everything that I was doing and I played one of the meditations from one of my favorite courses which is return to wholeness return to wholeness is a course that i channeled and it's a series of meditations to anchor us into our divinity to anchor us into our truth and to heal and shift and activate major centers of the body And one of my favorite meditations of that course is the very first meditation on the first module. So I decided to drop everything that I was doing and listen to the meditation, which is about 20 to 21 minutes. And I was just listening to it. And the whole time I was still feeling, not not trying to stop it, but feeling all this anxiety and feeling all this big, powerful emotions in the body. And then all of a sudden... I started to feel a little better. Like the less I was fighting this anxiety, the, the the less I was trying to stop it. And the more I allow myself to be in the moment and tell myself, I can feel this. It is okay to feel this. And it is okay to feel it and to also extract the information that is here to give me, which clearly is that my body at the time needed some care before I went on to doing the things. I needed to be reminded of my spirit, of my soul, of my connection, because I was clearly operating only on my human. I was getting caught up in my mind. And by the end of this meditation, I just felt this sense of peace, this sense of you're okay. Everything is okay. And then I decided to give myself um, two hours to cook myself a delicious meal, to relax, to drop everything, and then reschedule myself for the things that I have to do today in a shorter amount towards the afternoon. And I got to tell you, it shifted everything. I All of a sudden, after those two hours of self-care and of reorganization and just allowing myself to be this strike of inspiration, this strike of, whoa, I was just a little block. I was just a little, um, how do we say, I was too caught up. But the more we create a space, because what I find is that sometimes our mind tricks us to say that we don't have time to rest. We don't have time to be. We don't have time to not do things. But what happens is when we take care of that, when we create a space for that, we actually become a lot more productive and we allow for creativity to flow instead of force it. And then things get done. So here I am. I wanted to share that with you because I feel like this is something that I need to remind myself every time I feel those emotions because it's like for some reason I forget all of this. And then the anxiety comes and then, you know, I'm trying to force it again. So it's this constant remind, constant reminder that it's not, you know, it's not enemies. When we feel fear, when we feel all this anxiety, frustration, pressure, 
All these emotions are information. And it's up to us what we do with that information, whether we push it, whether we ignore it, or whether we listen to it to bring ourselves back to alignment. So seeing our emotions as a way to bring ourselves back into alignment. And on that note, I wanted to share with you also the actual topic (laughs) of this episode, which, and I shared this on my Instagram the other day, but I wanted to move into this a little bit deeper. And this might not be the longest episode I've ever done, I'm ever going to do in my solo, so we'll see how long this is going to go. But I definitely want to share with you some of this and is the understanding that the spirituality and our gifts that are given to us as a natural ability, it's not something that we do as a job. Because a lot of the times I find that when we get to understand our gifts, our intuition, our our ability to heal per se, the first thing that we, that comes to our mind and is because it happened to me is like, what am I going to do with this? How am I going to do this? How am I going to implement this into my business? I remember that when I was in Bali and I discovered all of these things that I was able to see and and, and do, my first question was, and how is this going to help the collective? And how is this going to help me? And how is this going to work out? And what I find sometimes after that is that I, it became a thing that I did. You know, I, it became, and, and for, for a lot of the time after that, I hid it in a way, like I was doing it, but I was not really doing it. Like I was showing it to some of my clients, but not to everybody. Like my family didn't really understand what is it that I was actually doing aside from the yoga thing. And what I've noticed is because I was somebody when I was in my energy and doing the thing and and doing my, utilizing my gifts. And I was another person with my family or with my friends. And that was a little bit off. Like that was a little bit weird because I've noticed that when he came to telling my family what I was doing and telling my friends and being more open about my energy practice, it felt like I needed to prove that these things worked. (laughs) So it was as if I needed to perform so that they could accept what I was able to do and then we could move on. So it was always in these conversations, you know, when somebody would ask me about what I was doing, my response would be trying to get them convinced that these things that I did were really good, that were for the good of the collective, and that I was actually really good at it. And I think that's a very human thing to do, which is to take something and to make it something afar, something away separated from us, like our work and our, 
our duties and our responsibilities, all of this would make it so that it's like a way and separate it from us. But what I started to understand more and more as I started to integrate my practice, and this is a lot of the work that I do with my private clients, is the merging of who we are with or who we are physically and in more a tangible way with who we are energetically, with our soul's truth, per se. And so what I started to notice is like, the more I try to perform these things, the more I got in my head about whether they're working or whether I needed more training or all of these things or whether my family was going to accept it. So I think what is interesting and what I'm really wanting to say here is, our spiritual gifts and our spirituality, it's not something that we do. It's not like, let me put on my uniform and perform spiritually right now. But instead, which sounds really funny you now that I say it like that, but instead is something that we are. So what if we allow ourselves to be spiritual beings at the same time as we are human beings to have to walk with those two as part of our identity so that every time we are listened into the intuition or understanding our spiritual gifts or showing to others who we are at our totality our totality we're not performing we're not trying to convince them of what we have and who we are, but instead we are allowing ourselves to be fully, completely ourselves and then letting, the, letting them or whoever is in front of us to just experience it and to make their own response freely as they decide to respond to us. So... The whole idea is that being human is not something that we do. Like, that just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, we don't do our humanity. We are humans. So it is the movement into the understanding that spirituality and our divine nature, it's not something that we do. We just are divine star beings. And that, I think, will give us some release of pressure release of the pressure of who we think we need to be and what we think we need to accomplish and what we think we must show to others in other in other in order to get validation and in order to be loved and seen so what i want to ask you as you're listening to this podcast and as you're in this conversation which clearly was meant for you which clearly was just a message that you needed to hear right now and is notice how it is really easy for you to accept that you're a human and to acknowledge that you are human and then the dissonance of when it comes to your spirituality like the acceptance that you are more than your physical body that you are a, you have a higher self and that it's not something that you need to do or to get a certificate for or to go grab but it's something that you already are 
And as you move into the spirituality and as you allow yourself to navigate this beautiful evolution, which is the merging and the acknowledgement of both our humanity and our spirit, that you continue to question how much you are trying to prove and how much you're trying to perform whatever you do and in, in, in whatever you decide to, to create just for the validation or just for, for the sake of performing and, and, and showing what you already are. Anyway, I, I find it very fascinating because as I work with a lot of people that come to me to develop their psychic abilities to integrate their soul mission into their life and into their life and business, and as I work with people who are ready to heal at a very deep level to untangle themselves from trauma, for programming, from limitations, so that they can expand and move into new levels of abundance and new levels of of work in the world of new levels of supporting their clients or however is it that it works for them, I find that our biggest work, it's around acknowledging what is already there. I find that a lot of the times we we look for for the thing that it's missing or for the approval that is missing. And then we hide ourselves looking for that. And we play small looking for that. And we find it that most of the time people don't see and respond to the way we want them to see and respond. So then we get trapped in that loop. My idea that I'm presenting to you is the idea that what if you could just simply acknowledge that you're spiritual you're a wonderful divine being that is remembering that there's nothing that it needs to do in order to allow the truth which has always been there and once you move from that place and you can find the people that you like to work with you find the clients that you like to work with you find the relationships that will nourish you but it would come from a place that is basically um, um, focused in your own fulfillment, your own recognition of your human and your soul and all of that juiciness gets to just be where you come from and sometimes we make it so complicated and really what it is is how much can you allow yourself to sit with the fact that you are freaking amazing and that you have this wisdom that is within you and yes you can absolutely develop your skills and you can heal and you can ask for support but the first thing that needs to be there is a recognition that you already have it. Which, as silly as that sounds, of course everybody says it, you know, what you're looking for is already within you. But it truly is. So, I hope this short yet deep 
piece of wisdom gets to your heart. I want you to know that I appreciate you, your energy, your time, your curiosity. Thank you for being here with me and for sharing this precious time of yours with me, for being part of the Mystic Podcast community. If you would like to continue to listen to this episode, you can come in, join us in the Magic Activator membership where you get bits of my episodes, bits of my solo episodes that are only shared with my membership community, and also you get so much more. You can go ahead and go to the link in the show notes and I will be waiting for you there. Have a lovely rest of your day. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you again for being here. And I wish you the most wonderful and fantastic rest of your day. Mm -hmm.